Sober Powered is sponsored by BetterHelp. I was a stress drinker and I thought if only I didn't have so much stress, I wouldn't have to drink this much. But do you know why I had all this stress? Because I didn't have the skills to take stressors off my plate so they built up and wore me down. Some stressors are big and others are small, but carrying around 25 minor annoyances is going to have an impact on you. Plus, did you know that alcohol messes with our stress response system and decreases our ability to handle stress? It makes small things seem like a much bigger deal. Learning how to manage stress and take things off my plate has changed my life. I'm calm, I'm less reactive, and I believe that I can handle whatever comes my way. I feel proud of the way that I handle things now. You can get there too. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com sober to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sober. Are you tired of your digestive system feeling like a circus act gone wrong? Introducing Ritual's 3-in-1 Gut Superhero Symbiotic Plus, a probiotic, prebiotic, and postbiotic all rolled into one. And with 25% off with the code POWER, there's no better time to check out Ritual. Let's break it down. Probiotics are like the cool kids at the gut party, keeping everything in check and making sure the good vibes are flowing. Prebiotics are their wingmen, fueling the party with all the right snacks to keep the good bacteria thriving. And postbiotics, well, they're like the cleanup crew, sweeping away the mess and leaving your gut feeling fresh and fabulous. So say goodbye to the gut drama and remember, there's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com power. Tossing and turning all night like a salad, it's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tanasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant to Middle Tennessee State University to study the hemp plant. Turns out their special patent-pending CBD-CBDA formula is twice as effective as CBD alone and can be more effective than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. So if you're tired of tossing and turning like a rotisserie chicken, then Tanasi's got your back with their range of great products from tinctures to gummies to lotions. Tanasi is my go-to when I can't sleep or I have way too much anxiety. I'm so glad that I discovered them. So go to Tanasi.com and use the code POWER to get 25% off your order. That's Tanasi.com, T-A-N-A-S-I, to get 25% off your first order with the promo code POWER. Dry January is a great time to take a break from drinking after going hard over the holidays. But does it have an impact on your ability to drink less or stay sober? In this episode, I'm discussing the research on dry January participants, the benefits that you may see this month, and if dry January is associated with a reduction in drinking long term. I'll also explain how you can increase your chances of success this month and my best tips for staying sober. So let's dig in.
Welcome back to the Sober Powered Podcast. My name is Jill and I am your host. And today we're talking dry January. You've probably heard of it. It's very popular. About 41% of American adults intended to participate in dry January in 2023. And of those, about 16% were able to make it through the challenge successfully. And I think that's awesome. 16% of the people that took a break in dry January were able to do the whole month. That is amazing. They learned so much from that experience. And from my perspective, I know that dry January is super popular because every year in January, my podcast grows by thousands and thousands of listeners because there are so many new people becoming interested in sobriety. There are tons of benefits in taking a month off drinking. And research from the University of Sussex found that 93% of participants had a sense of achievement, 88% saved money, 82% thought more deeply about their relationship with alcohol, 80% felt more in control of their drinking, which I guess is good or bad if it convinces you you can moderate, 76% learned more about when and why they drink, 71% realize they don't need a drink to enjoy themselves. 70% had improved health. 71% slept better. 67% had more energy. 58% lost weight. 57% had better concentration. And 54% had better skin. That's a lot of benefits. And today, on the day that I'm recording this, I had my meet and greet call with my Dry January group coaching community. And we have one person in the group who is 32 days sober. Shout out to Carol. You're awesome. And she was listing out an insane amount of benefits that she has seen in the first 30 days, including amazing legs. That is not in the list from the University of Sussex, but I wanted to mention it because I thought that it was such a great benefit. So you never know how alcohol is affecting your body until you take a break. Imagine if you could take a break for a month and have excellent legs, who knows what else could improve? So I don't know if that encourages you, but I hope it does. An important part of dry January is learning that you don't need a drink for everything. So this is called drink refusal self-efficacy, and it's the belief that you're able to say no to a drink. A 2016 study found that dry January was associated with an improvement in drink refusal self-efficacy, and in a reduction of drinking. And they found that these changes did not exist for the general public that didn't do the challenge or in people that attempted the challenge but didn't complete the month. Your belief in yourself is really important. And if you believe that you're a failure who will never stop drinking, then that's what you will become. And I know it's really hard to get out of negative self-talk because I was stuck there forever. Drink refusal self-efficacy, or what I like to call your sober mojo, is important for all types of drinkers. And I think a main reason that this improves during the month-long challenge is because you experience life without alcohol. People who do dry January have several weekends where they have to not drink and find something else to do. They have to socialize without alcohol, and this leads to believing that they're capable of having fun and socializing without alcohol, which is a huge part of drinking less or not at all. I want you to believe in yourself again. One major limitation of this study is the participants that followed up. 
The goal was to follow up with them after one month and again at six months to see what their drinking was like. However, only 37% of the dry January group followed up compared to 53% of the general population. They said that a large portion of this is probably laziness, forgetfulness, and just being too busy with life to remember to follow up, which is probably accurate. But I think that the drop in follow-ups in the dry January group suggests that many of them went back to self-destructive drinking and felt too ashamed to report that. Again, this is just my opinion and more on this in a bit, but if I was drinking my ass off again, I wouldn't really want to let other people know about it. So that could be another reason for the reduced follow-up in the dry January group. A 2018 study published in the British Medical Journal looked at drinkers who were drinking about 18 drinks a week that quit for a month and found that quitting for a month improves insulin resistance, weight, blood pressure, and cancer-related growth factors. I have some episodes on all these topics that I'll list in the show notes for you too. And it's important to say that quitting drinking isn't going to make everyone lose weight. Some people will lose weight very slowly. Other people will gain weight before they lose it. Everyone has a different path. I'm getting certified as a food addiction coach over the next few months, so I'll have more information for you on this topic soon. So make sure you're following my podcast so you don't miss it. But basically, if anyone is trying to entice you with weight loss or getting an amazing body to get you to give them money for something, I would suggest that you run in the other direction very fast because this is not guaranteed Everybody is different. Some people quit drinking and go hard on the sugar. And that's okay. That regulates over time. And then what happens is if they were promised weight loss, now they feel even worse. So just be careful who you follow online. So all of this research is really great. But what can we do to increase your chances of success? Another study found that getting support drastically increases your chances of staying sober. In this study, 70% of the dry January participants that received support during the month were able to successfully complete the challenge compared to 36% who did it alone. And I want to clarify what alone might mean in my opinion. So my husband is very supportive of me. He's a take it or leave it drinker that drinks occasionally. He's living the dream over there. But that's not the kind of support that I'm talking about. It is great if you have a supportive spouse, friend, or family member. But the most helpful support either comes from a trained professional, like a therapist or a certified coach, or from a peer support group. It's important to get support from people that get it. The problem with People that don't struggle with alcohol that are supportive is they don't understand. They think you can just decide to stop drinking and move on with your life and that it's not hard. They don't understand cravings or why we think drinking helps or all the changes that your brain goes through or the heightened emotions or the lack of dopamine and how that shows up. They don't understand any of it. They think it's the same as like saying you're not going to eat gluten anymore. You just don't do it. So while that support is helpful, sometimes it's not enough for people. And I see this all the time in my Living a Sober Powered Life community. 
the people with longer term sobriety pass down wisdom to the newbies. And this is another reason peer support is awesome. So for example, we just had a Christmas meeting and people with longer term sobriety were reflecting back on their first sober Christmas or when they were in their first month or two. And they felt the same way that the newbies are feeling right now, but they got past it. And that wisdom was really helpful to everybody in the meeting. And you get wisdom from people in the group, regardless of their sober time. Even people with three days can have some amazing wisdom. And some people will go back to drinking and 100% of the time they're going to regret it. But then they come back and make a post about the experience or share in a meeting. And you learn from their triggers and what got them so it doesn't have to get you. So this is why support is so important from people that get it or people that are trained to get it. So I recommend a support combo to everybody. That's therapy or coaching. So work with a trained professional, either one-on-one or in a group setting, and a peer support group like AA, Smart Recovery, Sober Mom Squad, My Living a Sober Powered Life community, or any of the membership communities out there online. There are so many, so you'll find one that resonates with you. But I think the support combo is really helpful. And when you're working with a coach, just please confirm that this person is certified or is in the process of getting certified because I just went through a certification program and it's a whole different way of thinking about things. I never would have been able to develop those coaching skills on my own because I didn't even know what they were. And if my approach resonates with you, then I would love for you to try out my Living a Sober Powered Life community. And I have a bonus right now for Dry Jan that I'm releasing a daily tip and challenge in the group from January 1st through February 1st. So if that's motivating for you to get like a little boost of support every day, then I hope that you'll check us out. But the biggest thing to keep in mind with dry January is your intention. Are you trying to cure yourself so that you can drink again? Are you just white knuckling it until February 1st when you can blast yourself again? If so, then you may miss some of the benefits and the good things about sobriety because you're so focused on the end goal of drinking again. And it's okay if you're in this category, though. Any break is useful. It doesn't mean that you should give up and and keep drinking and not bother. A 2019 study on 800 dry January participants followed them until August to see the impact that dry January has long term and found that the number of drinking days decreased from 4.3 to 3.3 a week, and units of alcohol consumed per drinking day dropped from 8.6 to 7.1. And the frequency of being drunk dropped from 3.4 times a month to 2.1 times a month. And if you're wondering if you can just do dry January and be cured, Well, the answer is no. Sorry, not sorry. Go listen to episode 164 where I explain the breaks that I took to try to cure myself if you want to learn more. But remember, it's not about how often or how much you drink. It's about how you feel about yourself when you drink. Are you disappointed? Do you have to focus intently to just have one and stop? Are you constantly fighting off cravings? Do you fantasize about drinking all the time and plan it? 
Does it take up a lot of your mental energy to think about your drinking all the time? That's not how it's supposed to be. I recently pulled the listeners on my email list and there was one comment that really stood out to me. This person said that they are drinking once a week and their goal is to drink once a month. And you might think like, wow, that person, they're living my dream life. How do I do that? But this person is spending time looking at sober stuff and thinking about their drinking and setting goals and trying to make plans. That's not what real moderation is. A take it or leave it drinker is someone that doesn't care either way. So you can drink like once a month or once in a while, but it's still problematic for you when you do drink. Something to consider as you approach the month. So here are my three best tips for staying sober this month. One, do something different with your time. When I first quit drinking, I didn't watch TV or go in my living room for a month because when I was drinking, I would just sit on the couch, watch TV and get drunk. You can't do the same stuff sober that you did while you were drinking because it's going to trigger you to crave alcohol. Number two, go to bed early. Most of our drinking occurs at night, so if you go to bed, you can't drink or crave alcohol. Just get in the bed and read or even go to sleep at 7 o'clock. It's fine. It's okay to get a lot of sleep in the beginning. This doesn't mean it's going to be permanent. Your body and brain are healing and you need the extra rest. And you also might be really tired in your first month, which I have an episode about too that I'll put in the show notes. Number three, practice other coping skills. Tough emotions will come up for you in sobriety and you're going to have to deal with stress and your emotions without a drink. So this is a good opportunity to practice other coping skills and learn what helps you cope instead of just sitting there and suffering and waiting for the craving to go away. Drinking just lets you numb out. It doesn't help you with your problems or make anything better. So I hope that this was helpful and I'll have more dry January stuff all month. So stay tuned. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate if you could share it or give the podcast five stars and write a review. It just helps get this information in front of more people that need it. And I will talk to you next week. It's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. 
Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.